Welcome to the Brew News Podcast, all the news that's fit to be brewed. I'm Andrew Jennings. And I'm Travis Matherly. Join us as we go a little bit deeper behind the breweries of your favorite beers and learn about new breweries from around the world. We will be exploring the history and beers of craft brewers and hope to showcase the amazing talent and variety found within the craft beer community, both in the U.S. and abroad. Welcome to this special episode of the Brew News Podcast. We just recently got to go to the Summertime Brews Fest in Greensboro, the 14th annual Summertime Brews Fest, and uh, we wanted to give you guys sort of a firsthand experience of our experience there. Yeah, so it's the, like Andrew said, the 14th year that the Brews Fest has been held in Greensboro. It's at our local coliseum. It's typically a showcase of a lot of North Carolina craft brewers and then some brewers from around the world. Uh, You know, we see a lot of mix of the craft brew scene. Some distributors are there showcasing the beers that they have available through their distributorship. Uh, And you get to see a mix of brand reps and people who work for the distributor, which gives you very unique perspectives on their knowledge of the beer market. Yeah, it's everything from volunteers handing out beer to uh, sales reps from the area for, I think, a few of the breweries we were able to actually meet. Some of the local breweries sent people that actually work in their brew houses, or either their brewmasters or just uh, someone that's a bartender at their bar. Yeah, and uh, that that kind of played out in one scenario where uh, strictly volunteers were handing out beer and just literally said, this is the dark one, this is the middle, and this is the lightest, and asked us to help describe the beers to them so they could tell other people what they were drinking. Yeah, that happens at uh, more beer fests than I care to admit. But um, I think at this point, so this is almost unedited, so we do apologize for the terrible audio. There's a lot of background noise. Uh, We did this on a handy-dandy voice recorder I had, I had gotten a couple of years ago doing some research. So, yay. <laughs> yeah, so the audio quality is not the highest. You're going to hear a lot of people in the crowd. Uh, during the VIP section, which we were in, did allow us to get in there a little earlier. So it was slightly quieter than uh, once the general admission and was in. And uh, we did have to leave a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor, as <laughs> you can uh, guess, as the afternoon progressed, the recordings became less and less coherent until we finally just had to call it quits. Yeah. For this Bruce festival, there's a two hour, it's from one to what? Six. <clears throat> yeah. One to six. I, believe. I think one to six or one to one to six or seven. The first two hours are VIP only highly recommend that we were able to record during that section at three o'clock. However, um, the general admission opened up and we recorded twice after that. Neither of those made it onto this uh, episode. One of them, there's a fantastic minute monologue of me drunk rambling. So <laughs> we're just going to leave that alone. Yeah, well, uh, maybe at a later date, that'll be a surprise yeah. uh, little nugget um, on another episode. But yeah, once the general admission hits, a lot of brewers actually bring stuff just for the VIP section. And they either mm-hmm. pull it back or they bring a limited amount. So it typically runs out by the time general admission gets there. Yeah, well, that's enough from present us let's hear from past us yes all right so we're here at the greensboro brews fest uh happens every year we have already had a few beers it's actually been pretty good we had uh, alexandria uh port city from alexandria we had an ipa and then we hit up uh who was this last one Uh, dirty bowl out of durham north carolina that was a sour blonde ale and a hazy ipa as well the sour blonde smelled and 
tasted phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so Brews Fest, like Andrew said, happens every single year. Um, it's a lot. It's I think it's in its fifth or sixth year at this no, point. No, I think it's ten. Oh, it's ten. Ten. Oh, yeah. Oh, where have I been? Because uh, uh, I remember I couldn't go after we got married because it was always a wedding wedding weekend. So I know it was a tennis. Oh. But I think it's a lot of craft brewers from around the country and around the world. We've already seen a brewery from China and Germany, uh, Germany and Scotland. So this is a big international brewing festival. Um, we're here on the VIP section, which if you're ever in Greensboro and come to Brews Fest, VIP tickets are a little costlier, like $10, $15 more maybe, but it gets you in two hours early and a lot of vendors bring beers that they don't say for the general admission that happens uh, after the VIP. So uh, we would encourage if anybody ever comes to this to do the VIP tickets. All right. Well, we're going to keep drinking and we'll be giving updates periodically. Yeah. Yep. All right, so this is our uh, second check-in. Uh, we've had a couple of different beers since then. We had uh, something from Twin Leaf, a nice little Berliner sour ale. Uh, we also got hold of a uh, triple IPA from Ecliptic and a something from Pony Goat. It was a salted caramel brown ale that may or may not have been a salted caramel brown ale. I think they also had a peanut butter chocolate porter on tap and I their lines may have was. been crossed. Um, but yeah, this triple IPA from Ecliptic has been really good. Yeah, it's, it's nice and smooth. Uh, I know as we get going, it's going to get a lot less uh, cogent and tangent here, but uh, we're just going to start uh, uh, yelling names of beers and yeah. saying what we had at some point. But for right now, we can keep it together. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, checking back in. Uh, it's early in the night, but I think we can say we've found our beer of the week. Yeah, most uh, most likely. Uh, stay tuned in case that changes, but uh, we discovered an old friend of ours from our listeners will remember that we just recently profiled Brewprint Brewing out of Apex. Well, they have a booth here, and we were able to get our hands on their bourbon barrel-aged midnight brew. Yes. It is an stout. imperial stout, and they said that it is aged on Heaven Hill barrels. For 18 months. Yes. And it was fantastic. It was nice, robust. It, didn't, it was boozy, but not overly. It was everything you want in a good beer. Yes. Now then, Andrew, you had something from Oak I had something from Oak and Dagger, a little brewery out of Raleigh. I got an ESB. They they won third place bronze at the World Beer Cup. It was really good ESB. It's nice and smooth. So that's impressive yeah. for a smaller brewery like that. Yeah. And then you had something that we disagree on. Yeah, so I just tried Molly's Lips, which is from Bramari Brewing in Asheville. It's a black goza. And I don't know, for me, it smelled fantastic. I thought I was really going to love it, but it tasted more like cough syrup or like Robitussin to me. I've had it a few times, and all I can think of is like a coffee goza. Like, because it's got that nice roastiness from the malt, and then it has that nice sour goza to it. And I think that's what killed it. I think yeah. the roast from the coffee kind of combined with that fruit, what I want in a goza to be more fruit forward, yeah. really killed it for me. And then now we're enjoying uh, Citrophilia from Lenny Boy you Brewing. Are. I've got the Laughing Yogi. Oh, you got the Laughing Yogi? Yeah, I, got, I, got, I, I thought you got Citrophilia. No, 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 no. I drink enough yeah. IPAs. <laughs> Lenny Boy is out of Charlotte, North Carolina, so just an interesting tidbit about this brewery. We'll probably at some point cover them in the future. Yeah. They started as a strictly kombucha uh what is kombucha tea? Technically. Technically. It's fermented tea. Fermented tea shop. And yeah. they only started brewing beer about five years ago. Five years ago. Five years and they ago. only started canning within the last year. So we've just started to find them in our area. So they're still very local. But uh, I really like Centrophilia. Yeah. Well, stay tuned for more.
Agua Fresca. Yeah. Good. So yeah, we're actually just trying out the new test market, New Belgium Mural beer. We sound fancy, but that's because there's a New Belgium brewery in North Carolina. Yes. <laughs> uh, so this one is called Mural. We actually saw it when we were picking out beers for New Belgium. We're be uh, getting them in an upcoming episode here soon. Mural is an Agua Fresca with uh, watermelon, I believe, There's hibiscus. Lime and lime. And hibiscus. And so they are testing this beer out in North Carolina and Colorado because of the breweries, obviously. But then they're also distributing it into Arizona, Texas, and New Mexico. New Mexico. They did that. Uh, they believe this beer has a nice, uh, it does. actually it does, it has a nice little citrusy notes to it. Uh, it creates a nice little, sort of like a margarita style flair to it it does like I could see this like you could easily mix this with a little liquor and make this is like a virgin margarita or a yeah a light, a light alcohol yeah. margarita. and they said that they were testing the beer in New Mexico Arizona and Nevada Texas Texas Arizona and New Mexico because yeah. of the larger Hispanic populations where yes. aqua fresca is a part of culture right. and so they want to get feedback from that population as to the quality of the beer but they did say that they've had great feedback so it might be uh, coming to a store near you soon yeah it might become one of their nationwide uh, seasonal releases for the summer. Yep. This is a perfect summer beer. Oh, it's great. We've also managed to snag uh, fake plastic trees from Birdsong, which is a local brewery out of Charlotte, uh, around us in North Carolina. Yep. That's a pretty good beer. And uh, a Mosaic IPA out of Bill's from Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah, so Bill's Brew Pub is a small brewery out of Wilmington, North Carolina, and that mosaic was on point. It was very good. It was nice. What do you expect from a single hop beer? Uh, and the, the fake plastic trees was nice. It was a little hoppy wheat beer. The guy had a really heavy pour. Unfortunately, I can't do that right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, Andrew's having to pace himself, but I'm going uh, full tilt at this thing. Small stomach, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, well, I guess let's, let's keep, keep drinking. Yeah. Okay, so we've had a couple of good beers since our last check-in. Uh, yeah. We swung by the shoots, got their summer ale. I thought that was excellent. It was yeah. nice, refreshing. And... Uh, Let's see, we also had uh, Firestone Walker. We did the double barrel ale, which uh, felt to me like a cask ale. Like it wasn't a uh, barrel aged ale per se, it was more yeah. like a cask. But it was served a little colder than it probably should have been for a cask ale. But it was still decent. I mean, it was a straightforward ale. Right, yeah. And right now we've got, I've got in my hands an Omegong Rosetta. It is an ale aged on cherries. Uh, and it has definitely got the, the nose of a Fodor beer, but it doesn't taste like a Fodor beer. Yeah, and I have got the Boulevard Brewing out of Kansas Jam Band Berry Ale, which is supposed to be blackberries, raspberries, and I can't... Cherry. Cherry, because I can't read the sign from here as my eyes are starting to go a little wonk uh, from the drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but it smells really fantastic, like uh, just a bunch of fresh berries put together, so I'm really excited about this one. Oh, that's good. Is that good? That's tart. Oh, good. I might have to go back and get that because my uh, cherry ale is definitely cherries. It's not what I was expecting. It's not quite like barrel rested or like I was expecting for more of a Fodor beer. This was more, that's a lot of raspberries up front. Then it slowly fades into the blueberries and the cherry is kind of taking a back seat. Would you expect out of those three the cherry to be yeah. the stronger flavor? Well, I got the cherries right here, so we're in good shape. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep drinking and check back in with you in a little bit. All right, so we're at the point where we're forgetting what we drank. Yes. Uh, 
Um, I think we skipped Wiseman, so hold on, let me go up here. We had we had it, we had the Anolis, the Margarita Anolis from uh, Four, Four Saints. Saints Brewing, which is a local brewery in Ashboro. Yes, where I work, it's right next, right near me. It's really nice. That Anolis is good. It was nice. It was. It was very margarita. -y. Yeah. Um, we also had uh, we were drinking a something from Ithaca Brewing Company out of Ithaca, New York, which is on the bottom of Lake Seneca, where yeah. Cornell University is. In case okay. you're curious, well, where uh, Andy Bernard believes he went to school. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Uh, Flower power, it's a very citrus forward IPA, it smells fantastic. Yeah. And then before that, honestly, I I don't remember. Yeah, honestly, at this point I've lost it. As to where we were before that, uh, my memory is now operating in about two minute time spans. Yeah. So uh, this is how the rest of this is gonna go. And good luck to everyone that cares. <laughs> Hope you guys have a great night. Okay, so we just got hold of some Mother Earth, well, the second of their window pane series. We talked about the shock a lot on our episode, but the fig and raisin we had not had before until today. Yeah, so the fig and raisin, um, actually the people at the Mother Earth booth were very friendly and very nice enough. They actually, actually saw our emails. Yeah, they saw our emails <laughs> about our inquiries about the company. But uh, the fig and raisin, it's very figgy. It's a lot, a lot of fig up front and then yeah. it lingers. Um, I think also though, if you think about it, the raisin probably plays into that fig flavor so right. I think the raisin might be a little more muted the, ra the raisin flavor is hidden but the raisin effect is not at the mm -hmm. end uh, the end my mouth the mouth feel on the end the back end feels like I've been eating raisins the back end of your mouth feels like you've been eating raisins yes okay wow okay <laughs> so yeah no it's, it's good it's got a the nose the aroma is just fantastic with this beer yeah that was a uh, that was a very good beer to try and um, I'm glad we finally found the mother earth beer I I saw some people walking around with Mother Earth stickers and finally found the booth, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's a great, their window paint series are very different beers, and they also had an oatmeal IPA, which we did not try during the tasting and, of our episode. And they also have their Silent Night Stout, which we'll probably go back for later, but... Uh, probably, I didn't see that one, but oh, yeah. I'll go yeah, back yeah, for yeah. that, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, we also want to give a shout out to Travis from Mother Earth, uh, he was very gracious, and uh, it was just nice to talk to somebody from the brewery, so uh, I guess we'll just keep drinking. We're going to keep researching this for you guys. <laughs> All right, so as Travis adds to our Instagram story, uh, so you can y'all can figure out what day we recorded this. Yeah. Uh, we had got got hold of the Foothills Malt Shaker during our Foothills episode. We talked about one of their other uh, new their, seasonals. Yeah, no, not new season, new regulars. Or new regulars. Yeah, I'm sorry. So we got hold of their Malt Shaker. This is good. It's, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying this Malt Shaker. It's nice and light. It's an amber ale, but it's not as malty or as caramelly as an amber ale. It's more refreshing. Right. Like it's a brighter amber ale. Yeah, it's got a nice back end that doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, sicky sweet doesn't make you feel bad on the back end. It's good. Now at this point, we also got a hold of Clown Shoes Brewing, which we will be doing in an upcoming episode. Upcoming episode. And we got a hold of their La Pinguina, which is a imperial stout aged in rum barrels with habanero. And uh, let's have, just say muy caliente. We have conflicting opinions on this beer. I actually enjoyed it a lot. Now I like peppered beers, but not overly spicy. Alright, so we've got a fantastic Yuzu Saison. Yeah, so this is a Japanese brewery. I, for the life of me, cannot remember the name, and we literally just walked away from the tent. But it was an importer, so he had both German beer and Japanese beer. This is a Japanese farmhouse Saison brewed with Yuzu and a Yusake yeast in the brewery. So it's a little... 
it's a little bit lighter, a little bit more refreshing um, than a typical farmhouse saison. It doesn't have that funk. Right. It's like a saison without the funk on it. So the whole concept of a, of a farmhouse or a saison is that the beer is picking up the wild yeast, the natural yeast. That's the whole be beast. Um, everything else is yeah, malted barley. It, everything else is cons consistent with the regular beer. So I actually like this. This is nice. Yeah, this is a uh, this is very different from a farmhouse or a saison that you would normally get from Germany, Belgium, or within the U.S. It's it's lacking that funky quality, but I really like this. All right, so this is our last uh, check-in from the beer fest. We've uh, we've ex exhausted our VIP passes. We are 100% in the uh, regular passes. We can't get to beers, and we are drunk. Drunk, drunk, that's what I say. I, I'm going to go with drunk. Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, uh, uh, I've forgotten what beers I've had at certain points. We've uh, tried a few breweries. If you check our Instagram story and kept up with that, you saw some pictures of breweries that we've done, uh, some live feed videos of the breweries that we had been to. So at this point, we're gonna just uh, do what's better for everybody and sign off and go ahead and uh, start drinking for real instead of just for the sport of it for the pod. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's been fun though. I mean, we've had a lot of good experiences. We've tried a lot of different things. I still think our best thing we've had tonight was, or today, was the BBA uh, uh, Midnight Brew from Brewprint. Yeah, that's actually been my favorite beer of the night. Just not because we've done that brewery, but just that was the best beer I've had so far. So a lot of these yeah. breweries that we may highlight in the future, we've got all of their beers lined up, we've had their beers, we've done this stuff, so uh, yeah, that bourbon barrel aged is definitely by far been my favorite. I, I'm sad we didn't have that for our tasting for the show, but man, that that thing was good. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we've got a lot of breweries lined up, you know, Dogfish Head, New Belgium, we're going to do uh, Sierra Nevada, we've got Oscar Blues, all these things are coming up, but the breweries we've had here, none of them really stood up to that barrel-aged midnight brew, unfortunately. But this has been a great experience. We're happy to bring you guys this live episode. Um, we apologize in advance for any audio quality that may be there. There's some live bands performing, a lot of people here, so we're doing the best we can with a voice recorder. Uh, but we thank you guys for listening and subscribing to the pod, and we hope you enjoy this little uh, surprise mini-sode that we're bringing you guys. We hope you enjoyed that recording from our time at the 14th annual Greensboro Brews Fest. We encourage all of our listeners to get out and try your local Brews Fest or any beer festival that you can get to. It's a great way to showcase and see local craft beer scene in your community, as well as maybe get a taste of some things that you might not normally be able to get your hands on. A lot of these festivals tend to get a lot of really good beers from some brewers. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. And um, thinking of good beers, I still think my favorite beer is the uh, Midnight Brew, the Barrel Age Midnight Brew. Yeah, that was, I mean, it's not a, it's not a form of favoritism that we've already showcased Brewprint, but that was hands down actually my favorite beer of the day at the Brews Festival. It was a really good barrel aged beer. It wasn't overly boozy. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as the day progressed, uh, your taste receptors kind of go away and 
Uh, yeah, we're glad we got that one fairly early, um, but we still had fun. It was great to try out, you know, test market beer from New Belgium. That mural was was fantastic. Yeah. Um, if it comes to a city near you, get get yourself a bottle or six pack. It's really nice and refreshing. Um, but all in all, go to Bruce Fest, try new beers, explore new things. Yeah, get out there and enjoy your local craft beer scene. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We'll see you later. Thank you for listening to this week's Brew News. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and give us a rating in whichever app you found us on. We value your feedback, and it also helps the show reach more viewers. If you have any thoughts or suggestions for future breweries, or are with a brewery and like to join us, feel free to tweet at or follow us on Twitter, at brew underscore news. On Untapped, Travis is Mather Nuts, and Andrew is Tuba Steve. We're on Instagram at brewnewspod, and you can visit our website, brewnewspod.com, where we will post our tasting and episode notes. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Anchor, Spotify, or whichever podcast platform you use. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week to look at another exciting brewery. Cheers! Have you ever wondered how you could join the Brew News crew? We'll swing over to patreon.com slash brewnewspod and you can join us. We have three different tiers for all of our patrons. At the logger level, you earn early access to all of our podcast episodes. At the IPA level, you get early access to our podcast episodes, but you get special weekly beer tastings that are done by various members of the crew. And you get special video presentations, including our Beer Miss Special. At the stout level, you get everything you get at the IPA level, but you also get to appear on one episode of the Brew News Pod, and when we have some swag, we'll send some your way. So feel free to swing over to patreon.com slash brewnewspod. That again is patreon.com slash brewnewspod and join the crew.